0: hello everyone and welcome to a badass and bold edition of the fans of power podcast with us as always is the king of customs joe amato rotten amato he goes by many many names in the community there mr WrestleMania 17 nasty nate kennedy and the brand new clash of arms himself there yours truly uh we're here to get you excited get in the mood get and just get you get your nipples erect about (laughs) master of the universe you know it's that that's our mission statement here is to make the nipples hard, you know. If we're not doing that, like then we're that. clearly not doing our job here.
1: Yeah, it's always cold in this room, so mine are naturally always like that. But otherwise, yes, I like doing it. You got to get them pumped. You got to get everybody excited, like like this. First, I wanted to say thanks to uh, Nathan. He sent me a brand new stand. I didn't even know what the what it was. I I got it in the mail and I took it out and I didn't see the instructions. That just shows how stupid I am because I was like, um, Joe, how complicated can a fucking stand be? Because I I opened it I was like what is this thing and i seen another thing it's like i don't want to break it but then i looked there was instructions and it said pull out and so i spread them open and bam now you can put it here and it sticks real tight so this is great but th- this is my old one is like i said this is from the dollar tree and uh well it was for picture frames so uh, yeah i gotta retire it i feel bad though i've had this for what i don't know three years four years i don't like seeing it go but and, 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 end, i appreciate it well you. of, no, of course you're
2: welcome and I know that people in the chat would be like, Nathan, why'd you do that? I love the part when Joe would knock his shit over. But the whole thing... It'll still the, the whole thing, though, is like, sometimes he would knock it over and it's fine. And then sometimes he would knock it over and just disconnect from the call. And then most of the time that would happen when it's just me and Joe doing the show. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I, I guess I'll just sort of talk to everybody until he gets back in here. How's it going? And it's just weird. So yeah. I'm like... It's ten dollars. I'm gonna buy him a stand so that it won't move and go anywhere anymore. We don't have to worry about it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's super secure. It's the only way I can, I'm gonna tell Nathan is when I get animated with my hands, which I have to do. I've done that my whole life. Is if I move and hit this cord, that's the only way it'll yeah. knock off. Otherwise, it's nice and secure, so it's sitting there. And I was gonna quickly say hello to everybody in the chat room and then something to Tyler, but I want to say hello to Adam Gabbert, Andy Yowsey, Curtis Ackerman, Daniel Karhunen, Darth Baca, Fedmon, Grim Two or Grimba. Why would I say Grim Two? Jason Hav like Michael Purvis, Zenbrow, Zentron, and I know I've seen JSP here earlier. I don't know if he'll pop back in, so that's everybody that I've seen in the chat room, and if I missed anybody, I apologize. But, yeah, I was on the... I was checking in the Fans of Power Facebook group, and i seen a post by Tyler, and Tyler, (laughs) you can mention how you were first introduced to the Christmas special for Masters of the Universe, which leads to something that I wanted to bring up, but go ahead.
0: Okay. Uh, Yeah, which was uh, December of 89... And uh, it was a uh, a bumper or promo for the He-Man Shearer Christmas Special in Mister Magoo's Christmas Carol, which was a favorite of mine. Uh, at the, I mean, from from childhood also. So I had never seen the Christmas Special on on or Mister Magoo on TV before, and the He-Man Christmas Special I had never heard of, and I about lost my shit uh, because it, it showed Snouts about putting the star on the tree. That was the single image that was burned in my brain from that one bumper that I or uh, promo that I saw from 89 I never forgot that image and that was the one thing I always hoped I would see again and I actually spoke to my uh, my mom I went visit her today and I told her that I had <laughs> made that post because I
1: uh-huh. I've called her out
0: on things like that before and of course she laughs about it and
1: did you tell her like, what I said?
0: Well, she's like, did you tell them that I had to get you up super early in the morning because I had to be at work at six o'clock in the morning? And I was like, no, I'm not gonna tell them that. And, you know, yeah, but I did I friend, tell her. I did know. tell her what you said too. But she she was like, you make sure that when you're telling people that I denied you things when you were a child, because I had good reason to like.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she didn't want to go across be a fan on the show because uh, Tyler was like, "Yeah, it was." I couldn't see it though because I had to go to bed, you know, and get ready for school. And but I think you said you're five years old. You had to get a kindergarten. Yeah, I was, I was like, in
0: kindergarten. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so I, I couldn't could, just have to watch who's the boss when it would come on eight o'clock. I'm like, nope. So
1: like, right there. There. Like, that, that's. Yeah, I felt so bad because
2: even when I was that age, my bedtime wasn't that early. I think in kindergarten, my bedtime was uh, nine o'clock.
1: I think I was nine. I was going to say mine was nine. I was nine. I was like, damn it. Tyler couldn't have at least one special Christmas moment, early gift from his mom to say, okay, you can watch this one. It's like the poor kid couldn't watch it. It it would
0: would get to where I would get more lenience, you know, as I got a little bit older in elementary school, you know, if if a Van Damme movie was on and dad would watch it with us or something like that. But that particular time period, that it wasn't – even when Clash of the Titans came on, on TBS in 1988, and I saw it for the first time. I really I couldn't wait to see Medusa. But as soon as he kills Medusa and holds it up to uh, to the sky uh, to let the guys know that he won, Mom said, "All right, the movie's over." I'm like, "What? Are you sure, Mom?" She's like, "Yeah, the movie's over." And it was just a way of getting me to go to bed because I had daycare the next day. And when I rented it, I'm like, "Ah, I knew it wasn't over." I wouldn't call her out on when I was a kid to this day. I like to remind her that she denied me seeing the Kraken and, and fighting um, the scorpions and, and defeating Calabas. It was just i never forgot those thoughts and the Heyman Christmas special was always one of those that clash the titans that my mom denied me because of bedtime
2: yeah my bedtime (laughs) my bedtime was nine up until middle school and then they bumped it up to 10 and then uh when nitro went to three hours and it would end at 11 i was like you gotta let me stay up until 11 and by that point i already had a tv in my room anyway so it's kind of like what were they gonna do because I would just stay awake and watch that, and then it would. Well, in the replay. summertime,
0: there was you know there wasn't a whole lot of structure, at least to a certain degree. But during the school year, because it was such a pain in the ass to get get a, me and my brother both up and get us to the babysitter in the morning, or get us up and running for school, it was a a battle. Neither my mom or dad were eager to to have the next morning. So you know, it's unless it was the summertime, it had to be something like particular, like you know, begging to watch a match on Raw. That was like the main event back when Raw was just an hour or something like that. It didn't happen that often. But Yokozuna
2: um, and Shawn Michaels, come on, mom, please.
0: Yeah. I had to had, and my mom let me step to watch that main event. I was like, I got, I
2: gotta see it, mom.
0: So one it.
1: I did tell Tyler. I was like, the thing is, I was like, his his mom did a really cool a while back. For those that you maybe never seen it, he'll have to show sometime. His mother drew Oracle on a rock. And do you have that around you? Because I think that was so. I just happened to have it sitting right here. That's. A, i just thought it was so damn cool a little um to your other direction yeah, move, yeah, or, yeah to, yeah, to get, your
2: no. right uh, uh yeah nope uh, uh a
1: little bit a little bit to the right Boom, there right, there, right, there, right, right, there. right there. there i just thought it was cool so i said you know what could you ask your mom i don't know if you did i was like see if she can make a rock on rock for me i'd love to have that as like i I, mentioned it to, cool. I
2: forgot
0: to mention it today but i have mentioned to her uh in the past and i mean she's I don't think she's done any painting this year or at least this fall because normally when they they come back from the lake and they stay back in town that's when she kind of picks up her her painting rocks and okay. um, I mean but i I know she wasn't opposed to doing it because she's done a few others for me that I have uh in the um in my den there too so I just gotta remind her about doing it and uh maybe we could, if I could talk her into doing like two do doing one for you and we could do one we could give away on the show or something like that too that'd be cool. It's just yeah. like a fun little, you know, I mean, I hope someone just doesn't get it and like throws it in the damn corner like
1: no, uh, it's, a, it it's a rock from a podcast they, to stop listening because they won't well, stop shitting on the new product. Well, Look, okay if they get the, if they get a rock, this is the best thing. They get a two for one. They get the rock and then they could get the stand to hold <laughs> the fucking rock on. How great would that be? Look, you we don't want to
2: insult okay. the listeners now, Joe. <laughs>
1: That's so cool, but, You're like, you like, you get Joe standing there. That's
2: a piece of history, Tyler, like, you can you can own the thing that, like, caused Joe to drop his tablet countless times on the podcast.
1: Hopefully it won't drop her the rock. Maintain, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, she puts the rock on, <laughs> falls over, but, oh, uh, shoot, so, yeah, so that's the quick little thing we're doing right here at the beginning, but before we get we to the We may have
0: to, you know, because Nathan has not sat down and watched it, so we may have to revisit the Christmas special this year and do a a watch along with that, like, as our episode right before Christmas this year, or something
1: like that. Yeah, because we've, uh, I think we covered that before, and we avoided it for a couple years, because we went to other Christmas stories, like some of the stuff from the UK magazines. But, I mean, things. yeah,
0: it's, uh, but I, I mean, uh, like I know people have asked before, like, well, we did it a while back. I don't think people gave a shit when we did it back then. People didn't give a shit about a lot of things we did back in the day. Well, what the yeah, hell's but, wrong with you people? You said that to have Nathan's
1: uh, perspective is always but, cool. but that's
0: always the good thing about, I mean, not that we don't have something else to say about it, but I was I was thinking about today like just making that post I thought you know it's something we could probably throw out and just make the last episode before Christmas is um uh a brand new commentary on the Christmas special and uh I don't know I don't, maybe throw in throw in uh I don't know maybe a frosted discussion well we I don't even have it. if if we had yeah, time we, for it. we'd ha- we would
2: like have to that. like just to, because uh, I was looking through, and you guys did the Return of Orko's Uncle, but that was all the way back at like w- episode one fifteen. So that that's been a while. Yeah. I know it's been a couple years since we did it. I definitely wasn't here to to talk about that. And you guys got to think out there. The first fifty episodes were strictly audio, so there's a lot of topics, and they yeah. haven't been revisited since then either. So it's always nice. to Oh, go we back we, to we the didn't well. do it like I mean back then we did uh, character discussions on Roboto and Manny faces.
0: Uh, Fisto,
1: I think, right? Fisto or... was
0: was one of those two. We did a, a
1: He-Man discussion,
0: I think, back then. I wasn't even
1: part of the Fisto one, was I? Was that one of the episodes I was? Yeah, that's it?
0: one. That, yeah, I was stuck with uh, the also great Ozone and his podcasting, you know. He's like the Mike Francesa of podcasting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so yeah. we have a lot of stuff like we said we're revisiting. So this time, since we have two topics, we're revisiting because, like I said, Nathan's pers- you know his well, perspective. I, I don't recall us
0: ever story. having a discussion on dialogue though. I don't I don't know what Grimbot's uh, talking about. I we've talked about him, but we never devoted a second. And I I looked it up too, and the,
2: there was nothing in the the uh, episode titles that had dialogue yeah. in it. So I I know that that character has been just like hints of it tossed around but i yeah i don't yeah. i don't know where grim's coming i, from I know i
0: know grandma thinks he created this podcast you know like he, he
1: created, created us else, too. by the way we
0: he created us yeah. too like i i
2: made his image
0: if you want to know what, what he looks like he looks like me
1: bitch. Um, we'll you know, he's see got what nathan's he
0: intensity and joe's uh well you know joe's correct insanity? You
2: know. insanity, insanity yeah his, he's got everything else that you yeah, know his cravings for popeye's uh, chicken
0: yeah I think that's from, all yeah, for they, me. We're, we're, there's a little bit of Deuce in all of us here. Yeah, I so, think the uh, food
1: gimmick is probably maybe all me. So, uh, but yeah, I think the first thing we'll touch, we will do the return of Oracles Uncle, and then we'll save Diala Mug for last, okay. so we can see what Grimbot will have to babble about. But yeah, so, however you want to start it, and of course, Tyler loves doing the queue and the countdown. Nathan, you always let everybody know about where to click and the links. Well,
2: I mean, you, you already you already told. Him. It's in the, it's in the description down below. The link is there. Go ahead. There you go. You see. go ahead and load that up yeah. as I I read you a couple things before we get digging into it here. Give you a little bit. Is, are you reading from the Old Testament or the New Testament? I, I, I I'm assuming this is the New Testament. The the, the skinny paper. Pack. You're
0: gonna
1: save the Old Testament for afterwards, correct? Oh no no no! The skinny paper. That's the Old. Well,
2: Testament. Well, this is the Old Testament. Oh.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to save it for after this. No, well, well, saying. the thing yeah. I'm going
2: to save for after is is James's review of said episode. But okay. I, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna to toss out
2: some trivia to you guys, things to either look out for or think about while we're watching it. This episode was written to take place after Orko's favorite uncle. Due to the way the scripts were ah were assigned production numbers, the two appearances of Montork are back to front, which is kind of interesting. How they. They do that. like They they have it scheduled a certain way, and then by the time they work around it and the release date comes, they shuffle stuff around.
0: Yeah, they did that quite a bit in the first season.
2: Uh, Douglas Booth wrote both this episode and Orko's Favorite Uncle. Both stories feature the possession of a Trollin, either Orko or Montork, with the power of love used to break the spell that binds them. So... You kind of think about that.
1: Yeah, definitely. It, 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 definitely. Because Toron, when he co- uh, took control of Montork and Gark, and then, uh, like you said, the whole thing with love, you know, like, you know, breaking the spell of Montork. And then in this one, you're going to see it's all reversed. And, well, of course, we'll yeah, get well, to that yeah, when it happens. So well, was, well, well, definitely well. tell Douglas Booth wrote both, because they're almost the same kind of kind of story just different yeah.
2: people
0: and he also wrote sleepers awaken so douglas booth has got and i don't like orca's favorite uncle like I, I even as a kid i didn't like that episode the talent fighter was in it and that was the only cool thing i liked about that episode That was
1: right there at castle grayskull remember i yeah. to
0: stop I, well just knowing that it was in it because i had the toy but i didn't know what it was called or anything like that so when i saw it in that episode oh i have that and that it's was cool the only thing it. i ever liked about that episode was just the talent fighter show and i don't like tauron um I like Orc I like Montork of course and Gark, but I, I just I just overall it's just not a very good episode. It's uh um and going back and rewatching it, I don't feel that much different about it. Like th- th- this mm-hmm. one is by far my favorite Montork episode. It's just the one I loved as a kid and I love it even more as an adult. And we'll we'll dig into that as we get going yeah. here. The
2: the oh. original design of Spydra has her sporting a mohawk hairstyle, which I, that 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 would have been interesting. She's got a full
0: That would have been a cool yeah. look.
2: Uh, I, uh, actually, I, this part in the trivia, I don't want to say because it's something I want to talk about when we actually get into the episode. Uh, this episode in particular was voted as one of the episodes that did not translate well from storyboard to screen by the storyboard artists in their self-mocking Filmation Awards. And,
0: which there's, there's quite a few episodes that, that I, in that book, you know, fit that, that same category, episodes that I actually like, yeah. so I don't know if that's their way of saying they didn't like it or or what, but um yeah. I I thought it
2: translated quite well regardless. And finally, this episode was storyboarded by Barry Caldwell, who would go on to direct episodes of Animaniacs, which I I watched the first episode of like that little reboot thing they did on Hulu. It was okay. It was all right. It, it wasn't. It wasn't too insulting. I
0: wasn't a big fan of the original series, yeah. anyway. Though I just couldn't quite couldn't quite get into it. It was okay as a kid, but never a priority to sit down and watch Animaniacs in the afternoons after school. Yeah.
2: And uh, one thing in the chat, real quick, Daniel Karhunen said there was a commentary episode for Dula Devlin back in the day that had Dial-a-Mug in that episode, and we'll get to that when yes. we get to Dial-a-Mug and, and talk about him. But that that one was even further back than revisiting this. That was from like episode seventy something, I believe. Really. Yeah i'll have to look it up really quick but okay but yeah
0: because yeah well another reason we got to revisit that episode now because i i forgot it was that far back yeah
2: it's uh really quickly i probably should have just searched in here uh fans of power episode 88 is when you guys originally did the wow. commentary for duel at devil that's a long time yeah. ago but hopefully you guys have the, the episode queued up, so Tyler, without any further ado, give us that countdown. And if you guys are wondering, while I'll be turning and looking this way, I have a second monitor functional now, so I, I, I can separate everything. So I'll be just staring off to the side.
0: Alright everyone, let's get ready for that famous filmation ding here. Three, two, one, action. That's that that noise alone brought so much joy to me, and if I heard it on another cartoon, it was quite lackluster because it wasn't the same powerful impact of of watching He-Man. There's
2: so many, no- and I, th- there's so many noises like that that are nostalgic for me. Like this in particular, uh, the Capcom noise. The, yeah, oh yeah, uh, and then like the the PlayStation One boot up sound
0: i told nathan uh this is uh i had this episode uh on vhs transferred to dvd not uh back over the summer and I, I sat down and watched the like the the vhs tape that comes with this and the uh mystery many faces and just watching this in the classic vhs quality it just shits all over anything that's on youtube or on dvd like the quality like the sound The panning speed has not been altered. I I, I don't. It's just like God. I wish I could get all the episodes transferred from their original prints or anything on VHS because I I just hate the cleanup job that was done on all the DVD releases and a lot of the YouTube uh, and iTunes as well. Like there's breaks and and just spit. I'll just shut up here. (laughs) Uh, But I I I always get like this. The Skeletor music plays with this opening shot of Trolla here. I just was. This was just part of an experience when we seeing the various you know uh plant life and those uh, plants and see montork's house down those below plants
2: kind of like, i know they, they look, look like, like dicks <laughs>
0: <laughs> just hurry up and do it hurry up and say it as we see the most underrated villain in master the universe history right here facing up with uncle montor look how awesome uh Asrog is! it's kind of su-
2: surprising that Azrog and spider didn't get classics figures and no, nobody ever talks about it, ever. Like, down on the He-Man.org forums,
0: no Facebook well, the, uh, areas, the, nobody. These,
2: this was the only episode that both of them appeared in, right? Or are there other... Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. there's no mention of them at all anywhere else. It was just this episode. And honestly, like, prior to talking to Joe about them on this podcast, I never heard a single soul utter... Or, and, of course, James you know, has them in, a, in his book, but that's about... It as far as it ever got. And I just couldn't understand, like, I, am I really the only one who likes these two villains? And spider I love her. I
1: was go just going to say, later on, I think they could have definitely made these into figures. I know in the first runs of Classics, there was a lot of reuse of stuff. And I know that these are such unique kind of body types i mean she i think uh i think she possibly could have been made spider i think she could have but Azrog definitely had a unique look but hell once it got towards the end of the line they were doing a lot of unique stuff they could have but i'll let you get to uh get to her right now
0: oh no i i just i want to read how much she I, I found her so frightening as a kid witches were quite scary to me and, and her her look and her laugh uh was quite frightening to me as a kid like her eyes and and her imprisoning Montor here later on and and, uh, oh, she's
1: ugly. I mean, she's just she's quite ugly.
0: vicious looking, and, and and Lindy Gary does such a great witch voice. Obviously, she's number one, but Spider is by far my second second favorite because I just uh, that that such a vicious tone in her voice, um, and just uh, these two villains, I just I don't I don't get it. I, I may I. I I don't, maybe it's just it hasn't been pushed enough. People are not really stopping and taking time to watch this episode or they. Clearly, just don't find them as interesting and intriguing as badass as I do. But I, I guess it's because
1: they're memorable. Because again, this is the only episode they were ever in, and plus, since they were like highlighted and showcased to be featured, like no Skeletor, nobody else. Anytime there was some of those new villains or heroes, they're memorable. But having two of them, and along with his little pet Cog or whatever he calls it, Cog Carg, I, I
0: I never could understand. I thought they said Cog, like C O G, and it's spelled Carg yeah, it as been... in like the movie character Carg, but.
1: And I thought that was bizarre. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, because I looked at a write-up. I was like, oh, it's Karg. It's weird. But no, they're definitely distinct. They're unique. And I think that's why. Like, you know, either you love them or hate them. Some people maybe, oh, wait. And there's the. I always had to pick on this because I always think of. Right, so I know James. The, 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 even, the, I, I think James is. I'm other. like, is this tablecloth Table?
2: really that that strong? You know? The
1: magical tablecloth, he can't this fucking, like, she couldn't get off, he can't get it off. It's, I just think of Leslie Nielsen when the pillow was thrown in his face.
0: I, <laughs> was I brought the of sinker as a kid. Like, I just, it, it, I treat it as, like, if it's like a net, then it works like a Ta- net. Like tablecloth
1: table of doom.
2: Tell
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you stop all the villains in this fucking episode. Just throw a tablecloth so I can't me. argue
0: it. I can't, you know, it's probably the one one thing in this episode. like, all right, <laughs> have your fun with it.
1: Yeah, you know, it's
0: it's, it's, it's hard, and I'm sure maybe it's one of the things that didn't translate well. But when there's it, it, you can't it, just you know, have a, a net just sitting on the on the. It's,
2: it's still on it. table, the royal
1: like, palace. It only <laughs> does his lips. This part always killed me. I love Azrog. Don't get me wrong, but Jesus Christ, is sitting there. Somebody take this fucking blanket off me. But this is at least uh, cool. nah, I now now he erupts He's ready to go whip some ass now. Yeah, I do like this though with that big some bitch. That would be a cool ass scene. I'd love if they made a mini and a big one. I'd be all for that in figure form. Oh four. my god! Yeah, that would be cool and, as shit. And I,
0: I just want to emphasize too, like to see like more work done of these guys. Like I had both Axel and Kevin do renditions of Azorog for me, and, and just to, like look at their versions. Like because I, I feel like a lot of characters we've talked about, if they're drawn poorly or they're they're lacking something a lot of fans can just kind of dismiss it pretty quickly but um i mean i i was uh, taken aback when when those two did uh renditions of azrag and I, I, kevin did a version of spider for me also um i i just felt like if if were were sh- given much more um spotlight which is what we do on this podcast like take advantage of it and Keep reminding people that there are other great villains out there. I mean, because as a kid too, I was not big on episodes that didn't feature Skeletor as the villain. I just I was very dismissive, but this was one that I always look forward to watching. And a lot of Spider's Castle here. What a wonderful design that is. This I thought was creepy too. Like you know, anybody trapped by a witch and a spider web. I'm like, holy shit, man! And her laugh. <laughs> God, scary shit, man.
1: She is. No, she is. And her and I like hair, how, her eyes. Yeah, and I like how Montork was basically playing there just to get some information. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, you do, just fucking yeah. with her. Yep. Because I was thinking, that, I, that is the one thing I was thinking. I was like, God, he's a magician. He should be able to get out of this. So I thought it was cool and it shows his magic power, how he, boom, traps her. At least this is something feasible. And, you know, bam, I got you. You ain't going to get out. It's a magic spell, so... I she over. also
0: reminded me as a kid because of renting this tape a whole lot. She reminded me of Gozer from Ghostbusters I, a lot.
1: I, I could see oh, that. I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah. yeah.
2: For me, it was just honestly refreshing to see magic actually working because in most cases you see Orko like trying and like messing up or fumbling about and it's just nice to see magic consistently work in this episode.
0: Oh yeah, all, all four characters are used inappropriately like, you know, it's yeah, it, it's cool to see magic not used as a joke in this episode. It's uh Something I kind of feel like uh, Douglas Booth handled quite well. And I'm so glad we finally did get a Montork figure, which I know the were both universally love, but I feel like, God, it took an awfully long time to get a figure of Montauk.
1: It did take a long time. And for her, too, but definitely him, because you figure, okay, you just got to do a beard, got to do glasses, bam. Yeah. But Douglas Booth, you're right. The similarities as it'll start happening later with the whole controlling somebody, putting somebody under a spell to do it. Like, you know, starting off here, it's all original and different. And then, yes, some similarities start coming into play later, but it's still different enough. Like I said, I will just given some shit at the beginning of the episode talking about it but at least like so these characters and the episode have it to where you feel like you're still enjoying it it doesn't feel like it's a complete copy of the other episode even though yes it is damn similar with the, okay now you're my slave and boom now i'll put oracle under a spell it's like we get it but he he did have like a, a fascination with that i guess for some reason that kind of story arc
0: I love the moments between Azra and Spider. Like that moment where she's in the bubble, saying it finally took you long enough to get here. And he's, you see that that pose you would see with Skeletor a lot, where you're looking down and just see like the bottom of his fist. Like it's a very uh, commanding pose. Like the, the point of view there. Like Azra is clearly the one in charge in this scene. And I just, I love that the chemistry the two of them have.
1: Yeah, that would be a great two pack. But now what? And, you know, Nathan, you haven't mentioned much, but, I mean, what, what were your thoughts? Was this your first time seeing this episode, or did you watch it before? And what did you think about the chemistry with these two, along with the whole episode?
2: Uh, the first time I watched it was a couple months back when Tyler gave me a pretty extensive list of, of He-Man and She-Ra episodes to check out. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm in the same boat as Tyler. I don't want to see Skeletor every like every week, so it's nice to get these sprinkles right. of these characters. And it's also a shame, too, that you don't get more of them but at yeah. the same maybe that's what makes these episodes more special is that it's just a, a one and done with that and then you can you can take your imagination and create other stories i'm sure tyler's already like he talked about kevin and throwing them in there he's already like got stories in his mind of like all right this is what i would like to do with that I mean, I, I,
0: when I did, like, just speak, speaking of it, like, I had him draw, you know, Mia's hero, of course, in Triclops' yeah. team, you have to fight Azrog on, on Point Dread. Uh, but, but before I Tyler makes me pic- throw
2: up a little bit... I,
0: I'm not, i not... I just... I quickly glossed over because I am in the picture, too. But it was more about, like, using Azrog and a very, like, commanding presence fighting Triclops and another guy in the rain on the mountains of Point Dread. Like, I just thought, like, using him as such a... uh uh a defiant presence. It's
1: like,
0: it, it's, oh God, we just need more of them. Damn it! I,
1: there was a part in that episode I thought that Card pooped on Orko. I always thought that. I didn't know if you guys ever caught that. There was a scene. I know it sounds stupid. I used to think that, but when he's flying over, and then you see Orko for a second, you see like this <laughs> white spot but then disappear. So it must hey, be yeah, hey, maybe hair. he just took <laughs> a
2: big old shit on Orko. I did want to say that it might get lost in translation if if you're listening to this without headphones on but the bass and karg's wing flaps is pretty awesome I love it. you noticed yeah. that too. Yeah.
1: you did the same thing i had the headphones on, so boom, boom, boom. i was like damn that that was some good music or good yeah. sound effects it did it sounds so intense. go back
2: and, yeah. and put some earbuds or a headset on and listen to that because it definitely comes through a, a lot better that way
1: <laughs> i can't believe you said it because i was yeah I had the same thing when i was watching today too but you seen Oracle. Orca wants to show what he can do as well. He goes in there, of course, he gets a hold of that one and it's so like everything you know, all the time you shouldn't be touching everything. You don't want to mess something up. But back to but the I beast. like
0: that because I love Jack and the Beanstalk as a kid and you know, magic beans, and of course the beanstalk blew out and I just thought that was and I got I used to be so scared for Orca during this moment as a kid. Quiet, I just said, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god
1: yeah, because he I, definitely I, was yeah. trapped. I went through
0: a lot of quiet emotions when I would watch He-Man as a kid. It was never anything outlandish, but just quietly and internally, I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's fucked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was trapped, and then after she's doing all that stuff, it didn't look He was. Cool. I
0: just, yeah, it was just, I, I, Evelyn wasn't as scary as Spider to me as a kid. Like, she was a cool villain, and Spider was a scary villain. And Alan Oppenheimer's voice is, which we've heard him use, the same kind of voice. Like, there's a variation with Buzz Off and the uh, uh, Locust from uh, the Wizard of Stone Mountain, but it's always going to be Asrog, this very high-pitched, raspy voice. It's really hard to describe the voice that Alan comes up with for Asrog. And the the, the shot of the shadows looking at Orca, like, you really feel bad for him.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That is a high pitched kind of freaked out voice. Yeah, it it
2: kinda it kinda saying? makes your yeah. throat hurt just kind of imagining trying oh, to I win, you know? oh yeah. And
0: this uh this moment coming up here uh with uh, He Man like uh or Spider's being sent to confront He Man and Tila. This was on the back of the VHS tape. I used to look forward to this moment with He Man like looking at the gate. And there's a shot of him holding the gate and staring down the spider, and I just used to love looking at the, I got it over here. Here it is. I just thought this was epic. Like, He-Man being so defiant, like, you know, sure, bitch. <laughs> just, and just squeezed yes. it and slammed it down in front of her. Just takes her out of action.
1: I'm just wondering either how strong is Teela or how fucking weak is that one? Because uh, she just snaps like...
2: I, I, had that, I had that in my notes. It says, is Teela that <laughs> yeah. strong or is that staff just damn. that fragile?
1: I know, and then it appears later as Azrog has one too, it's like, was they both have one, or was it, did he fix the other one? I got lost at that part, I will admit. I never understood the two-step thing, but...
0: I mean, couldn't... Yeah, really? I imagine couldn't probably, just, probably just a continuity error. Tila could just
2: okay. take her hands when Karg's got like, her and just, like, you know, break his foot off.
1: Like damn, she is fucking strong. Like, I, I used realize. to wonder too, like, till, like to... he
2: just like crashed
1: on
0: on the concrete with her right below him. They yeah. killed her.
1: Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was thinking too. was like good thinking, he man. You just killed T. Like I'll stop him. Goes up there, she's neck snapped. It's <laughs> like, no wonder why she's
0: PMSing all the time.
1: Yep. Oh, here comes the other magic bag. We had the blanket earlier, but this at least makes sense. There you go. Got that little shit. That's how, that's how you got to take care of Azrog and and Karg is just Put them in some kind of cloth material. So Nathan and it
2: needs to do to
0: people to piss them off at work. Just Dude, in a there, there
2: is a, there's a, a fucking chihuahua that gets out from the house down there and will run up into our yard and just yaps while nothing's out there. Just, dip, dip, dip. and I just, I, I kind of want to do the same thing. Just put a sack <laughs> around it. <laughs> it's so bad.
1: Now, he was supposed to put a spell on him to make him to stop growing, right? That was the purpose yes. of... Okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, hickory hickory dickory duck. Yeah, because he was starting to grow, and then he did the thing, and boom, the explosion. So, all right.
0: See, yeah, I was thinking like, that Montork spell was making the bag blow up.
1: Did that, you? you know,
0: uh, well, it, it, I just feel like it could have been interpreted different ways, but you guys yeah, I guess. nailed it. But that was kind of what I had always thought because Karg stayed small the whole time. Yeah,
1: but. because uh, the reason I always thought he maybe was growing because I was like, okay, he's trapped in a bag; he's already small. So, what's the point of just doing a spell, you know, if he's already small? So it looked like he was starting to grow in my mind. But you're right; maybe it could have been just the bag expanding and blow up. But well, yeah. and they, they they do make a point to say we better go uh, hurry
0: before he starts to grow again. I always like this cold, this this kind Of, like, Kano, uh, yeah, boss saw cannon, uh, cannonball, uh, yeah, that he turned it into in this shot of the moment. Like, that's badass.
1: I like that. I loved Oracle. I mean, like I said, we're not seeing him, of course, in all his colors, but in that shadow look, I was like, he yeah. looks fucking that, evil. That's I, actually
2: yeah. like what I used to put in the little TV here on the, the screen for us because to me, that, yeah. that sort of explains the entire episode. And I guess one question I was going to go ahead and and toss out to you guys, because I like the underlying premise of Orko being evil. I like the idea that maybe one day he gets tired of people picking on him and his magic not working and decides to just turn evil. Was that something that was ever explored anymore in the series, or at least just touched on briefly like it is in here? The hate
0: stones from Star Comics and then the, skip- uh, the the shard of darkness is about as close as we ever got to Orko becoming or hinted at, at, at evil. Um,
1: and we will not bring up, and I'm not going to bring up any of that recent DC stuff when Oracle was... No, I'm, I'm sorry, oh, that yeah. stuff
0: is... That, that, that horse shit does not exist in our world. So, <laughs> if you like it, great. We're not coming after you. But in this realm, it does not exist. Yeah,
1: if you like it, cool. But yeah, I get yeah. it it like yeah, you. We're right. not going to come
0: after you for liking that stuff. But this will be I the like cool the struggle hangout. here.
1: I, I like this little struggle. I, did too. I liked it a
0: lot, and, and as I got older, uh, watching in, this in high school, I really liked this this uh, uh, conversation that Montork has with Orco and the struggle in Orco's face. It,
2: I did have to chuckle a little bit because when Montork's trying to talk to Orco here, I got a little South Park vibe. I was like, "Oh, come on, guy, come on, think about the love," you know? Like, I kind of got—I don't know how to explain it. I
1: <laughs> You're rolling it here, Nathan. I've never watched South Park, oh, come so on, I have no clue it. Sorry, I apologize. I've Never watched it. Plus, this is pre-South Park. This is before South, I know, Park, so I South I just, Park. I know. I
2: know. I just, just <laughs> hearing it now, just the way he's saying it, like made me think of uh, South Park a little bit.
0: But I, I think people, like if if you tell them that it's all about love breaking, I think it kind of dismantles what's really going on here, like. Wanting the, the respect of your uncle, who is a very revered magician and sorcerer on Tralla, I think that's what it, it's. It's not explained well enough to people. If you were to tell them that like both these, both these episodes are come down to love, like, well, I guess technically they do, but this whole species given orco that you know, I respect you, you know, because you know you're my my favorite nephew. I love you, you know, and how good you are is irrelevant to me, like. And Orca really just wanting his respect. I just, it's, there's a little bit more to it than that. But overall, yes, it is love, but it's, I think when you dig a into it, do, yeah. do you
2: think, do you think these episodes would have benefited from being like back to back in production order like they were intended to be? Do you think that this would have come through better? Or are you glad that, and if you're going chronologically with air date, that, the, the separation works out better for
0: him. I don't know. Like, I like Montork's voice in this episode than I do in all the others that he appears in, especially. it's the, Obviously, it's Lou Schein, we're doing it, and it's very similar, but I just like his, his pitch is more spot on for me in this episode. Not because I saw it first, I just like it better.
1: Yeah, okay, because um, it's definitely different in Orko's, favorite uncle it is slightly yeah. different
0: yeah and i i try to remember in some of the other appearances that uh he appears in it's 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 about the same but this this is like my my favorite voice it doesn't stray too far unlike with, like Mechanek or another character that would show or manny faces where you moon you know <laughs> hey one
1: it's, quick thing thank god tilo's wand didn't explode when tilo snapped the wand like that one exploded because i blew like, up
0: in her face that... yeah <laughs>
1: i'll get this damn there goes the hands the face she's out of the episode but this yeah this is always a good episode it's a it's fun one with different unique characters like we said it has a similar underlying kind of moral or story of course they change up morals at the end but i mean the context of the story is of course similar to Orko's favorite uncle but i do like this a lot more than Orko's favorite uncle because i wasn't really a fan of toron i i I do like gark always like seeing gark oh i do too eh. i like him a lot yeah
0: but I, I this like this, the, the the shot of him taking taking them back the troll like I just I just love that you know they they'll be in a magic proof cell I just like oh man like they I just wanted to see more of, of, of a and spider I really did I never quite I understood the shot here like he that he was so excited he blew up the castle yeah. I never understood that as a kid it did not um translate to me I was like what the hell happened <laughs>
1: If anything, you thought did he blow up? But then you see him there. But it's like everything blew yeah. up when they killed he Man, Tila, what's going on? But hell? at least we know that when Montour got them back and you know put them in the prison, he put them in those big cloth bag prisons. So that's at least good.
2: Watch out for the tablecloth. Well, I, dude. I am glad.
0: Th- oh, well, yeah, that's if it stops you know one of the greatest you know wizards in the world. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he can stop both of them or anybody. It's probably what all all the trawlers prisons are. You know, instead of bars on the cells, they just threw tablecloths on everybody.
1: You know. <laughs> no, but it was good. But I,
0: I'm, good. I'm glad to know, honestly, that you know that when I I talk about this episode, it, it wasn't one that Joe was because we've always been honest with each other. Like, if Joe didn't like it, he would say. It. If I didn't like it, I would say it. And this was one that you know Joe genuinely liked, and it was really cool that when Nathan watched it, he genuinely liked it too. Like, I I like to think that if and Nathan's been very honest with these episodes. If he didn't like it, he's not going to kind of like try and dance around it. So he's on the same side with us. Like he'll come out and say, "Eh, I don't, I don't understand it. Why do you guys like this episode? Or why do you like that episode, Tyler or, or Joe? And it's really cool that these obscure characters are, are well liked by both you guys. And, um, I haven't heard anybody, you know, criticize them or say that they were lame or anything like that. But, uh, I mean, if you didn't like them, I'd
2: be kind of curious as to why. Um, what was or James if you do detoxed? like it, let me know, uh, damn it.
1: What was his thoughts on this, uh, Nathan?
2: Well, do you guys want to give your rating out of 10 first, and then I'll, I'll read his final thoughts?
1: Oh, for me, like I said, it's it's a very good episode. I mean, yes, I gave shit to a couple things just because I, I like dicking around. But uh, I, I'd like to still give it a solid 8. I almost want to say 9, but I liked it. It's, it's not a 10 for me. But it's it's still a very good episode, but definitely not a shit episode. So I give it an eight.
0: I, I give it a strong nine, um, like a nine, a nine point five. I just I, I love the episode so much. I love uh, the portrayal of Orko in it. Montor, Azrag and Spider steal the show. It's more more about those four characters than 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 anything else. Like He Man is there to kind of help carry the story, but but it's it's more about those four characters. And I don't feel like He Man is like pushed to the side he's got a very prominent presence but it's it's cool to see you know these other four characters kind of take over and it's uh it just it really expands like the vastness of the universe that there's so many more characters and it can't just be about he-man's getting from point a to point b to get c at the end he's there witnessing this these things happening
1: yeah cuz I was going to say in the chat cuz they're already doing it if you want you can give your ratings and thoughts too cuz so far Zentron said he'd give it a out of, uh, 7 out of 10 Grimbot Excellent. said I yep and Grimbot said I think the animation quality of this episode drags the story down it's just one of those that are more stiffer looking in his you know what he thinks what? Well so, so I, there you well, go so you can tear into him <laughs> Sportimus said 9.6 out of 10 so Sportimus really All likes right. it I, cheers hey, I'm going to uh,
2: Oh yeah, wait, you, what were
1: you... I gotta say Curtis. Yeah, Curtis. Says, so not a ten, like golden disc of knowledge, but close. yeah, because we know we hate it and, and and I hate. Yeah, tears, we know he can so. take
0: your golden disc and shove them at there, buddy.
1: And what's up, Pack? What's up, Spartamis? Uh, and I hate tears. Uh, so go ahead. What do you? I'm gonna say,
2: to, uh, I'm gonna go just a, a tad bit lower. I'm gonna go with a seven. I, I enjoyed. That's still good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's not something that, like, completely, like, blew me away, or after I watched it, I was, like, super pumped about it, but I like having those one-off characters. I like those stories that doesn't require He-Man to take center stage of the whole thing. It's nice to see that, and it's refreshing, but here is James E. Talk's review. You guys are gonna love it. The return of Orko's Uncle Montork is sadly nowhere near as good as his debut in Orko's Favorite Uncle. This episode, this episode starts off with a lot of promise with new Trollin' villains, Azrog and Spider, both of whom are striking in their design. Sadly, aside from an average script which tries to repeat the events of Montork's debut appearance by reversing the situation and having Orko evil, the animation and visuals in this episode border on atrocious. The cartoony elements that are peppered throughout the episode fall flat, because of the continued reliance on Filmation's stock system, while the script does get stronger during the climax of the episode by this point, it is hard to remain interested. 5 out of 10.
0: James, you son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's great. Nah,
0: the only way he comes back on this bike is if he issues me a public apology and gives me $500. <laughs>
1: It's oh, great. Yeah. What, so did he have rating I forgot what what did you say the rating was again? Did he put the rating in there? I, I must have missed I, it. Wait, wait,
2: wait. Were were you too busy farting? Because Grim 2 said that, I, <laughs> that you farted and we all heard no, it. No, I snorted. I sn- oh, okay. no, no, I did not. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, because yeah, well, Joe, well, Joe farts out his nose. <laughs> I, I fart, snorted, I man. Want... Five out of ten for E Talk. Five out all of. 10. Right, well,
1: Oh, well, we got some other ratings Adam all right, gave. All right, well, 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 I got to,
0: uh, Graham, I need his rating since he works closely with James. Graham, y- y- I got to hear your rating for this episode.
1: Okay, and while he's going to do that, I'll give some of the other ratings. Adam Gabbard gave it 8. Daniel Carhounen right. gave a 9. Daniel Carhounen gave 9. Jason Hevlett gave a 6 out of 10. Papa mm-hmm. Hud said an 8.5. And, uh... Grim Potts, you're a dork. He just said, Joe Farney, we all heard. I did not fart. I have a chair that makes noise all the time. God damn it. Andy <laughs> Elsey gave it at eight, and now we're going to hopefully see what Grim has to say. It's just well, I like that. Dark. All of our
0: listeners gave it above average, so clearly James doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He needs to go and back Grimm- and reissue a brand new book <laughs> with updates done by me. And, you know, it'll, well, Grim gave a six. Well, Grim gave a six. Okay. All right. I'll give it every, at least the lowest grids it got was a six, which is, you know, that's above average. So I all right, I am Purvis pleased with everybody's a, response to that time.
1: All right. And one more. Purvis gave a nine. And no pack. I did not launch an air biscuit. I don't know where that came from. It was probably I, I'm, I don't well, do did that. You
0: beef? I, <laughs> did you beef instead?
1: I, I, like I said, I'm just—it's—it's it's my my mask or snorting snorter. I laughed. Uh-huh. God damn it, leave me alone. Let's go to talk. I did not fart. I gotta hear when this happened because I didn't do it. I'm gonna I have to go back squeaks. too because
2: I'm, even having the headset I really on, did. I didn't no, hear really. Anything. I'm
1: serious. But I was too—I swear I to got no. I was too
2: busy reading and concentrating on that. So maybe did maybe Joe did fart and I. Like I, I did
1: not fart. Jesus Christ. Can we talk about dialogue now? now? The, the way, way that awkward. he's denying it
2: makes me think that maybe he did. <sighs> Yeah, the way and I he yeah. applied it. I mean
1: if you Jesus if you farted, God, man, just, just
2: if if you,
1: uh. you know what happened, I remember that in school one time and it was it's always chairs, but we had those one other uh, chairs that when you'd move it'd make a squeak and one time it made a weird sound and there was a oh, Joe, I was like, No, it's the chair and I kept trying to move it to recreate we, that sound and it never did it. We, and they thought I was we lying. Giving them a flash oh, that's where you that. should actually fart from. Now, that was a fart, Lucy, and then you know, <laughs>
0: Or wh- whoever it was that called you out on it. That, and then you went and stole a lunch. Wait, wait.
2: That, that, that reminds me of that time. I know I've said this before. Don't know if it was on this show or Beyond Retro. But when we were doing the... Uh, what, what was that testing, Tyler, that we had to, to take? Uh, I'm not sure. What... And we even had to take it once a year, remember? And then as it, as it went on, like you would have to pass those to like move on to the next grade but it... oh, SOL test. Yes, SOL test. So in 8th grade, yeah. we were doing the SOL test and it was like super quiet and the way that the the seating setup was there was just an aisle in the middle and then like a group of chairs like I'm sitting here there were like rows behind me and then in front you were looking at another set of kids in another row. Anyway, my cousin was in front of me <laughs> and it's dead quiet. And then all of a sudden you just hear <laughs> And I look up, because I'm, like, looking down, doing my, I look up, like, and he is beet red, and his face is down, and he's try, He's covering his mouth, and he's trying not to laugh, and then I just start, like, everyone just busted out laughing at once, because it's a thing where everyone's looking at each other, and people are looking across at us, and I start pointing at my cousin, like, pointing at him. <laughs>
1: of
0: course Nathan would do that. And
2: everyone just starts laughing. Anyway, he got in trouble for that, because you're not supposed to, like, Make noise during a test, and he got like gay detention the next that's day for farting part. during the test.
1: Detention for farting? I've never. It's
2: heard ridiculous. to go on the like principal that. list. So what are you in for, kid? I beefed in class. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just—it was just one of those was like. I know, especially. I'm, I'm
0: sure the chair was plastic too, wasn't yeah.
2: it? So it just like reverberated out of that. It would just like hit down and go. Yeah, up. that's what
0: makes it. You know. Everyone knows what we're talking about. That this kind of fact, yeah, it this was, kind of snorts in Joe's case. It was like
2: in the library. It was like in the library and uh Whitney Taylor. You remember her, right?
0: Oh yeah. Yes. She was
2: just sitting there, and she like tilted up, and I was just like looking at her, and it was just one of those like, and it just like, huh. I, it was like it was popping against a chair and just like echoing out. And I'm like, well, How did you even do that?
0: She's the only girl that I ever went to school with that if you told me she farted, I, not only would I but I'm sure everyone would have bust out laughing and slapped her on the back for it because she was that damn popular and could get away with I mean, she could have shit her pants <laughs> during a pep rally. in front of, And look at all the skin marks!
2: Oh! Like, she was that popular and untouchable. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean Jesus. that's good, you know? It's not yeah. unlike Joe, where everyone's going to like hear it and call him out and he's going to get pissed off about it. <laughs>
0: And Joe starts wearing a mask back then, like where's like a stock over his that's face. That's where it
2: started.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's like where it's all started. <laughs> I, no, I, I, gotta, I will have to go back and listen later. I don't know how that, I mean, it did not happen. I don't know where that sound came from. What he
0: should do is when he goes back, he needs to edit the show or have Deuce do uh, it and just put that sound effect in there. Like a Rocco's Modern Life art. <laughs> and
2: then, and then just know, like take, I... take any quiet moments for myself and Tyler where we're just staring at the camera and not saying anything.
1: What kind like of The farting the preacher. That's what we should do. Yeah.
2: Like the farting preacher.
0: Uh, listen to this, guys. You're in for a treat.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, or something like Have that. Have a
2: powerful day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Don't you dare. Let's start talking about Dial-A-Mug, damn it. And Nathan, maybe you can start off with your thoughts on the character dialogue.
2: Uh, well, uh, Dialamog is a, a character that was only in a handful of episodes. Uh, just a a brief cameo in one and then the other one was uh what was the title we had duel of devlin which kind of has center focus on the character which if you haven't gone and watched that episode yet eventually i imagine we'll come back around to a commentary but it's it's pretty awesome because a guy wakes up and he's just like what's all this racket and basically walks into like a tavern and dialing in there with horde troopers and they're all just having a good time and he's like can you please stop and He's like, oh, okay, that's what you want to do. How about dancing? And he starts shooting lasers at him and everything. So Dialamug is an asshole, and I appreciate that about him. Yes. And like him quite a bit. But uh what I should have had this up already. The other episode that Dial Mug is in a little bit and speaks and is Shades of Orco, but he spends most yeah. of that time kind of like
0: being a dumbass. Yeah,
2: being like Shadow Weaver, he's like, oh god, I'm so afraid of her. So uh, a huge difference there. So if I'm gonna recommend an episode for you to see Dial Mug at full potential, Dual Devlin is definitely the way to go. It sort of has a Western. Which is the one he was slipping?
1: When is the one where he was slipping around like he was on banana peels and bullshit? Shades what episode of was that? Oh, that Shades was it. Of Orca, oh, okay. Yeah. It's been so long since I seen that, yeah. but just
2: uh, a yeah, just a, a really cool design too. And I, I've seen the the like the sketch design of what they originally had, and it's similar to what they ended up with. Uh, but it, uh, was that the concept of the toy one or yeah, what? I, I, yeah. I couldn't remember because yeah, yeah. Okay. Which I should have just saved that image and like popped it up on the screen, but uh, uh,
0: which I I would always was curious when looking that there's no horde emblem
2: on him. Which kind of makes you wonder what that have been?
0: One of the evil warriors? Would it have been a neutral villain? Like there was no like, hey, we're creating it's this villain to be weird part of the arms, faction.
1: too, didn't he? Didn't yeah, he have had like arms
0: extendable were... arms, you know.
1: Yeah, it, yeah. Which
0: was a really cool look, um, and his facial features were drastically different too. Um, but yeah, I mean, go ahead, Nathan. What what's, uh, what what you had? To, oh no, to I, I, I was about. just
2: gonna say the design that we got is, is really great, and it's cool that a couple years back we were able to actually get that in classics form uh, oh
0: have him right here
2: yeah Oh well, yeah you, you can go so ahead So refreshing yeah and, and the yeah. fact that you can actually move his face around to have the different yeah. expressions is a nice can
1: you show me right. how that works Howard? because i've never i don't have it so i want to see how that yeah moves so I, I
2: got it with my his favorite my favorite asshole face yeah. is that smile yeah, yeah,
0: that's how, is. how, how like i that, have that's mine, his chair. prick yeah and it then does he's locate. got his you
1: know yeah oh, cool as shit. do you got the angry eyes on there too Oh yeah, Angry Eyes. Can't and then you
0: got his uh, surprise eyes. Okay. Yeah. Damn, and then doesn't... he's got there's there's a, a Horton emblem with a laser blast, and then there's like a another different Horton emblem too. I went with this one for mine.
1: Like I'd you go get with the that bulbs too. I... on
0: the top there. Well,
1: how cool is that?
0: There's, yeah, I mean there's
1: the
0: Yeah, and and the bulbs, I mean I'll hold up even closer. Like you can just see like there's a lot of details in the top of Dial-A-Mug there. Like
1: Yeah surprising
0: it's huh. they they really i mean for a figure that was later on like you
1: know,
0: i did not think he was ever going to
1: come to classics i or, or i didn't think he'd ever pop up in the line i i was
0: you uh, wouldn't
2: think so I, either just, I, based, I, oh, just yeah. Based oh yeah oh yeah you
0: got design. you got this face too just uh <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah I, I i was too i i was worried about it just because the way people were like oh i don't know who the character is like oh uh, 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 that ain't though. i ain't
1: buying that shit you ain't getting get my damn money and you definitely can't reuse that for anything, so that no, is one and no.
0: done yeah, for the tooling. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, you get all the wires in his legs. I mean, it's uh, and look, it's his hands like you know, and, and you watch the episode, his hands are very claw like, okay. and all that is there in, in this. It's just, um, that's cool. It it's is a work of art. Um, Joe, what were your thoughts when you first saw Dial the Mug?
1: Oh, no, I I loved any time seeing new characters. That's the thing. I was always for new characters, and I never thought this guy did not fit in, didn't belong, a weird design. I just thought it was cool to see. He almost, as through time and seeing it, he kind of reminded me of, like, you know, when you have the... uh the loan shark, or the people that come collect, you know, like yeah, hey, you doing? I'm gonna come get the money, you know, like the guys that come get of the money for the Of they gotta mob. be, a, you know, work for Gazzo. And... Yeah, yeah, like how you doing? I'm gonna come get this, and he's got the that's smile and face. Like, you got me money. He's like, I you hear got money. A lot of canaries on the docks. But, it, but it's true though cause that's how I see it. I see it, he's coming in there. He's gonna get the money, got the fame, and He's happy. And if he don't get the money, <laughs> he gets the back I should just go. I, 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 I
2: can't do that. I should just go get because she could probably do that accent better. But no, she's actually right now making some more chocolate chip cookies since i only had two of joe's i'm like we gotta have more
1: oh, oh. Wait, wait, wait 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 can i say something real yeah. quick what do you uh, mean uh, you uh, only had two of mine wait, wait wait no no hold on i gotta finish this what do you mean you only had two of mine you shouldn't have had none of mine oh. those were my cookies wait wait no hey, hang on hang on long.
2: i uh what well, i sent joe something
1: and he sends me huh? he
2: sends me back a voice message he's like well, what should i what, what do you mean like he, Oh, it was about the Power and Honor book because he kept he keeps telling me that he's gonna send this to me. I'm like, Jesus I'm like Christ, I, I, I was go. like, are you gonna send me like the the custom that you're doing is it the Christmas custom that you're sending to me? Or is is it the power and honor book with a winky face, just a, hey, you still haven't sent me that book? He's like, Oh, you always talk about you always want that book, you always want that book, you you cookie stealing bitch, and I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> No, wait, no, you, what no, you no, Just... you called me a cookie thieving bitch. That's what you called me,
1: and I was like, "Damn, Joe, I'm strong," but he's a nice guy. Whoa, he's Dad, a what? nice guy. Well, that, no, that I told you that means I love you. Anytime yeah. I, I wisecrack somebody back and I forth, I cost you fart on you. I, 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 I love you, man really no that's what it means so it's like i i wouldn't say that to anybody i didn't like so but you did you stole two fucking cookies and uh, you said you only had it's like it's unbelievable that you took two but you only had i could i could
2: have ate more but i didn't joe they were just that good
1: god calls me a fucking thief tell emily thanks again they were good very good cookies all right, but yeah, so yeah, I did like I love loved Ila mug and uh, yeah, he was a character I always wished we would have got to figure out back then. Like you said, Fast forward, all these you know years later, we got one. I never was able to get him, but no, he was always a great character. And the thought of him getting turned into like you said, the slipping on shit and banana peels or just crap and being a goop, I always hated when that happened to any of the characters later on, whether it was in the He Man series or She Ra series. It annoyed the hell out of me. It's like these characters should have been treated with a little bit more respect to be intimidating. And but I know why things had to change, yeah. but I always see him as more as a serious, like I said, somebody. that, How you seen him, the and Devlin? Th- that's it, right there. Not, not the other crap that we got later on. But I, 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 I'm, I go no. Ahead, I was
2: just gonna say that originally Dial Mug w- with that sketch was planned for the toy line, right? So, yeah. D- do you think that it would have looked more like that, and then over, or do you think they would have, if they would have done it, would have looked more like the filmation? Care okay, you think they would have tweaked it some more? From that that drawing what do you think we would have gotten back then oh
1: we would have got uh, probably what we've seen in the cartoon but it probably definitely would not have been as like detailed as how we've seen for classics for vintage back then i i think they would have probably had a turn gimmick uh i don't think they would have had interchangeable face plates they would have probably had a turn gimmick but he probably would have been smaller in scale of course to fit in with five and a half you know in size but i think something would have been just lost in translation. Think, Something yeah. would have been different if we ever got it. You know, it just would have been well, off. I, but just, I don't think it would have looked like the concept.
2: Just, just the way that the they were reusing parts in that line. I, I just, to me, I, I get it makes sense why they cut it because they're like, well, we can't make it. It these skinny arms and skinny legs. Uh, we have all the like the everything else the way that Well, it we is.
1: probably would have. I could have seen we we probably would have got the skinny arms, skinny legs. But I just meant. Something just would have been slightly off. It, it always happens to where it's something goes from cartoon. I mean, hell, look at King Randor. It's like what the hell? King Randor the figure looked nothing like the cartoon back then. You know, it was still cool to get him, but he was quite different. So something, I don't know to what degree. You probably wouldn't have had as many light bulbs on the head, Tyler. I'm sure they probably would have put like three. Well, I, that's
0: there. what. That's um, why I kind of feel like we like you know the tongue lasher is completely different than what we got in filmation. Like that's why I kind of feel like we probably would have gotten something that was a bit more, you know, because Filmation had certain say over, you know, what characters they wanted to use and how they want to look and stuff like that. Like Colonel Blast and Rio Blast. There are similarities, but drastic differences as well. When other characters were like, like Cobra Khan, Whiplash minor differences, but you clearly know that's the toy on the screen. And I kind of felt like dialing mug probably would have been a, I kind of think more closer to the concept. Uh, toy like I almost felt like his arms would have been plastic, like the, like extendable plastic that will kind of scrunch up. Because you like look at that concept, it almost looks like his arms would kind of extend out and back in. It's like a soft plastic that would kind of scrunch up and you could extend it. Hold back on, out, I gotta
1: attack Grimbot because now Grimbot's doing to me what he does to you. He's like, What the head's pretty faithful when he's talking about King Raider. I'm talking about the design, the armor, everything oh. else. It's different. That's what I mean, Grimbot. God damn it. See, I only said that because it's out of love. Geez, you made it sound part. like he
0: was saying like, you know, Joe, you don't know what you're talking about. And King Rendover's came with this and that. Like, man, well, that's
1: just a- <sighs> he had to mention he had to mention a fucking hit. I want to just want to choke him. Just I'm fucking mean, choke him. That's I'm it. gonna I'm gonna go ahead, go ahead
2: and just kind of put up the the concept art right here over top of us a little bit, so you guys can kind of see what we're we're talking about here. And I agree with Tyler because you you look in <laughs> the the arms and the legs are definitely thicker and they could have done it looks like uh with the legs and especially the arms has got like the springy wireness too they probably would have just molded that a little bit thicker to sort of fit in with everything else but it, it, it's interesting it, it's it's pretty ugly looking
0: i mean it's it's, well, awesome, it's like i, I kind of wish we had gotten something like that too in general like as even as like a yeah you know, like how we got demo man as like a concept character in Vicor, you know like i wish we had gotten that version of Dialamog and or call him something else. I just think that yeah, maybe
1: was, a different it, character because I mean it's a unique design. But I really love the design they did for Filmation. This one is oh, I do uh, too. I, but when I saw because I
0: didn't see that until Tomart released their concept uh, uh, issue, which was <laughs> yeah, like back in two thousand or two thousand one. That's when I first saw that.
2: There was some, and, a, uh, a, and, and I had no
0: idea there. that Dialamog like his the whole get yeah, because when I first saw the character, I didn't know what the hell he was. I was like, is he, is he, like, because it you know, the, the brown on his chest looked kind of, like, human-like. And I, I don't know. I was like, is he a robot? Is he, he is he, like, a sight? It was just, I was so. It's rough. You know, because you're, like, it, looking it at this. Was, it's, it was odd-looking. He was an asshole, and he wasn't part of the original Horton. So I thought, who the hell is this guy? He's a prick. Where's Hordak and all these other guys? So, I, I mean, it, and I saw him on this VHS tape that had five, Five episodes on it, which was a big deal to get a tape like this. And Dulett Devlin was on this tape, and that's how I saw Dalamak for the first time. While it was on this tape, and I just was completely dumbfounded by the character. Probably the one time I thought, like, what the hell is this guy? You could, and he was a prick. And, and uh, George Sienzo does an incredible job with this kind of like old radio voice, like the way he laughs. You know uh, when he, uh, you know, uh, it just says, Oh god, it's just. Is such a perfect voice it's, it's for a lot of the one because it's, it's almost kind of like a one-shot character in the show kind of like icer and Fang man like yeah he's in shades of orco but yeah. he has a different voice and he's a complete buffoon this is like this guy owns this episode that's why almost he's almost like a one-shot villain but uh you
1: wish yeah, that's when you wish it was because his appearances in the other episodes didn't do him any justice it's like you know you know and, and it's just, like in both
0: and, both, and, both, and both seasons of formation and we've talked about this relentlessly really is that they they relentlessly, it, and they come out of the gate trying to make the villains all like real asshole villains like, you, you know, for, for children. Like, they're safe, but they clearly you know, these guys are real douchebags. And they that, that second season rolls around and they've all been castrated. They just go down the line and you got those, you know, Reverend Lovejoy wives throughout that. Someone think of the children and just castrating all the heroes and villains you know, no one has any guts. No one's a real prick or an asshole in the second season. Everyone's slipping on banana peels and, you know, going meh. Yeah, you know, <laughs> which
2: don't do it uh, right. Yeah, I, I I won't go into that one aspect of it here. But in nope. in this concept art, it seems like at the top two that they could have just reused like Triclops's visor in a way that they probably would have just repurposed that. And <laughs> it's re-painted
1: bizarre it. looking at. Yeah, because yeah. when you look at it, it, almost looks like at the top it looks like a face, but then you got the face and the chest on that concept. It's it's definitely out there, but of course that's why they're rough sketches. That's why they are concepts because they're trying to go see go from one point to another. So you'll see some weird shit, of course, at some points because you look at it, it's like, God damn, that's a lot of weird stuff. And what are these like kind of robot hand-head snake things? You you can't really tell when you're looking, but it's it's still interesting. But yeah, I'm glad we got the thing that we, I mean, Dalamog as he appeared in the cartoon because this, while. Cool. it's almost like you were saying tyler i mean this concept could almost have been another character just because yeah. it is so different he's that different to where yeah he could have been his own character i know i actually yeah.
0: put him in like his, his horde poster that he did for mad duck posters like there's like the three variant posters and one is they had that first and a in the poster uh, oh the did toy it concept yeah which was which was i thought was really cool like the toy version of catra oh, Grizzlore has the black face um, so I just thought that was a, a nice little throw in
2: there too. Cause I'm like, God, I didn't ask someone yeah, for this. I, I thought, Dang. I thought about, uh, cause I just recently discovered mad duck posters and I was thinking, I was like, well, those are 24 by 36. I really do like that one with, uh, Ninjor and snake face and King Randor and squeeze. I'm like, mm, maybe I should pull the trigger on that one. So I, if you guys are looking for the magazine, posters without the, the the text and everything on it you want a bigger size but pay a little more mad duck posters go ahead and give that a google's i think it might even be madduckposters.com
0: yeah i'm pr- i'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. it is cool if they do offer a lot of this earl norm prints i just i i some of those things i can't justify paying yeah yeah
2: when
0: i when i bought the original posters so much cheaper off of ebay right. with, the, with the magazine yeah. too and you want me to pay like Fifty five to sixty bucks what? for just a print. Hey, if you
2: if you got the, the, and then the money to ship... do it. And they got a lot of cool other Masters of Universe prints on there as well. It's not just yeah. relegated to Oral Norms work. So go check that out. It's a yeah. lot of good yeah. art on There's
0: here. there's a couple of other interesting you know, some of them on there like,
2: yeah, oh, like, yeah, it's some yeah, it's it's hit and miss on some. But it's nice to see all that other stuff on there
0: too. Yeah, there, there's a really cool uh poster for Taylor's Quest, uh um Oh, uh, of course, Axel did his uh, his uh, evil horde poster. And there's a couple other Emiliano did a beautiful poster for them as well. So there there are some good ones, and then some ones were like, ah, you guys just painted the damn figures. You know, <laughs> I, I I ain't got time for that. Just throw throw these classic figures. I'll just draw what I'm and like you know, no, that's not
2: talent. <laughs> you know, I got no I no patience with that kind of belly jack bullshit. Uh, you know take this character and make it your own damn it well speaking of characters and making it your own i don't know if you guys have anything in mind but uh, if you were to do more with Dial-A-Mug and not have him slipping on banana peels if we're just saying that duel of devlin is a one-off appearance how would you bring Dial-A-Mug back for another episode oh,
0: God, I mean, could I, could i'd just probably retain- make him force captain I, I i i i'd make him you know if you're not gonna use Mantana, Grizzlore, Leech and Modulock is which to me that's that's the quintessential, you know, uh group of the Horde, like and, and catcher too and Shadow Weaver, but I like I just see Dylan as like the biggest prick. Like the guy that really enjoys torturing people over taxing them and taking away their belongings because they can't afford to pay the tax like he relishes like, Oh, let me do it. I I'll, I'll go do it. I'll I'll go destroy this small village where they got nothing and they you know, there's a family that has like five kids. Will burn their house down in front of the kids, make the kids watch. Like, really build up at, you know what a real villain should be in this world, and that you just can't wait for Sheer to kick his ass. Yeah,
1: like, and that's, that's where Yeah, because almost like earlier when I was just doing my mocking voice and stuff, but that is how I see him. Because I said like when he's coming there to collect the money or whatever he has to do with all the people around him when he has his troopers, but he but it's is like smiling, a biker gang. I love that about Dylan. Yeah, Dylan. He comes exactly. in like a biker gang. He does, and he's like he's the leader, and he's the enforcer, and he is the loan shark, the collector. He's there, and then if you don't have what he needs, that's when that smile face whoosh, switches, and the yeah. eyes turn and gets angry, and he fucking takes care of business. That's what I see too. I'd love it, and that's what I wish we could have seen more of. Of course, we know we wouldn't get that violence in Shiro, but still, somebody that's imposing, intimidating—that that's the person that when shit's going down, he's being called in, and I would have loved to seen that for dialogue.
0: I, i've always wanted to use him a, a lot more i mean if i was ever given an opportunity to because I, I just always thought it would be cool like to have like him and or share like just punch the shit out of dial like just you know like he's taunting him or something like that and they just had a, and just ran their fist right into the side and just punch like impale him and in, in, in his like his whole like body there and just like tear out his innards and there's, like oil and grease flying all over the place i just you know grimbot's an here to enjoy us
1: tyler Grimbot oh, is here well, to annoy What us. is
0: he accusing of,
1: or What did he create oh, now? Well, did you create Dalamog? Is, yeah, because Dalamog comes back to throw pies at the rebels. <laughs> He's a dick. What a dick. That's it. we got to ban him. Get him out of the chat room. He's gone.
0: Well, so, he did uh, create Dalamog, so he has the right to you know, decide Dalamog's fate. You know, I mean, who are we to, you know?
1: Right. Well, Have now we'll pass partner, it to you head. guys. In the chat room, if you do have any questions for us, whether it's from the cartoons, the movies, the mini-comics, anything else, pop it up right here, right now, and then we'll get to them. And then, Nathan, is there anything you wanted to say or do?
0: I do have something else to throw into Dollar oh. Mug here to wrap it up. I have me fighting Dollar Mug here, compliments of Axel.
1: Could you go a little, de- yeah, keep going that direction. Yeah. Sweet Christ. With, what with the uh,
0: the beast monster coming down on both of us there.
1: I mean, I I, I, her, I, yes. I would
0: like it. I would like it better play. if you're
2: if you weren't in there. But you know, that's what it is.
0: Well, but we need to have the epic scale, you know. So if I'm not in there, you know, you got to have the muscle, oh. you know.
2: Oh. Oh. Yeah, I'm trying, to, trying to hold
1: back the vomit never... now. <laughs> Jesus. Well, at least I'm not that arrogant. But hey, let's see. Um. Oh, oh, well, not about this, but Eric Joe's <laughs> <more> arrogant about
0: <laughs> other things. I... Nathan's <laughs> oh, arrogant about what's... wrestling. Joe's arrogant about how customs are done. And I'm arrogant about damn near everything else. So. Let's
2: see. There you uh, go. Let's see if I can. Uh, I'll, I'll try to find some of the, the comments from last week. There weren't as much. Uh, get a, a belated birthday message from Omega Tour. Captain Chronic says, Hey, I like Neptune.
1: Okay. We didn't even talk about well, it.
2: Well, I'm glad before. there's one of you out there.
1: Well, I, did we mention
0: Neptune? We about- No, I was, I was slamming, you know, because we were talking about the classic Slam, how Scott was like, people love Neptune. I don't know what you guys problem are bitching about oh, me putting okay. Netto in the
2: line. I, and then, oh, and okay. then Joe had replied to this already, but blue-haired lawyer said, "Have you guys seen the Zika sectars action figures?"
1: Yeah, those smaller ones—they're cool, but there was something I just didn't want to get because I'm a bigger fan of the, you know, the vintage ones. Like I said, they were really ahead of their time in scale and articulation, and it was sad that they ended so quickly, along with their cartoon. So, yeah, if Super Seven. Was to ever get a hold of that license or anybody else, and make them in a six-inch scale like how they did for classics to be fantastic. But yes, those Zika ones are cool. But that smaller scale, it's just it's not for me. That kind of GI Joe reaction style or however. Oh, anything, it was. It anything
0: another. GI Joe size is cool. I just need a little bit more articulation. Yeah, you know, it's uh, yeah,
1: because it was around that scale, right? Wasn't it a smaller three and three quarters, or am I, I wrong? I thought they, they
0: were bigger. I, at least the pic- I just remember seeing pictures of them like a, a while back. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: If somebody well, in the maybe they wins, were.
0: I, I didn't dig into it because I, I, I don't think I was going to be able to support the campaign to get them made, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're cool, but I really thought they were a three and three quarters, so if anybody in the they chat. They may have been. Correct, you know more about it than I do. Yeah, and I, I might be an idiot, but I am. But Adam Gabbert said, uh, Joe, Tyler, Nathan. I, who said true <laughs> being an idiot? I was did. that you, Tyler? I what a fucker. All right, Adam Gabbard said, Joe, Tyler, and Nathan, I remember having the vintage weapons packs for Masters of the Universe for the toy line back in the 80s until years later. They were released for classics. What are your thoughts for that? I mean, I'll be honest, Adam, I mean, as a kid, I liked the vintage ones when classics came. It was cool, I guess, to have additional stuff, but I really didn't flip over them. I just, and I guess one of them didn't, one of them have Kyle in the weapons yes. pack for yeah. so that was cool but just for weapons i've never been somebody that just flips over weapons packs but they're still cool for those who like them so it's not like i'm knocking
2: them. yeah it's like any of those it's not just with this line but anything in general as a toy line wise when they release accessory packs sorry i was chewing on a piece of ice. when they release accessories packs half the time i'm just like ah it's kind of pointless to me a little bit Unless there's something in there that gives you, but it's usually just like one thing amongst others that you don't really want or need. That's how I've always felt about any of that stuff. It's like, uh, it's similar to, uh, shit, what was that in the 2000X line? Tyler we went to Kmart and you, like, flipped out over it. Uh. What? Like the, 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 the flight yeah, packs? Yeah, the flight packs. I yeah. was like, Why? Yeah what's the point of this you're like oh toy, you don't understand I'm like yeah I don't can you please explain why you're so yeah, excited about it
0: I, I i couldn't because it was just new he-man toys and the 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 bat pack was only featured like once or twice in the two thousand X cartoon it was just like a quick device that just pick Skeletor up like it was a uh, yeah not a I was just determined to not miss out on everything he, he was, was so excited he
2: was, was so excited I'm like uh I was uh,
1: yeah, I think, and, yeah, the reason, I, I think I remember picking, not picking on Tyler, but I remember saying something, but he still was like, I don't give a shit, It was when he was talking about those flight packs, I said, you know what's weird about it? They are things that are supposed to make them fly, but I think they actually called them fight packs, and I was like, why do they call them fight packs when they should be flight packs? If I'm not mistaken, I think that they actually call them a fight pack, and Tyler said, I don't give a shit. I don't like them either way, but they actually are fight packs, but he's right. Everybody says it. They should be called flight packs, but they were fight packs as dumb as that is.
0: Yeah, and I never took them out of the package. I just bought one of each, and just yeah. I mean, it was just more about grabbing everything that had the He-Man logo on at the time. But, yeah, like uh, a cheap
1: knockoff of zoar and Screech. I mean, I I just I didn't like him either. I bought him, but I was like, eh, off to the side. I never clipped him onto He-Man or Skeletor. I just didn't either. Off to the side. But thank you for that question, Adam. I did. Uh, I did
0: own the the weapons pack from the '80s. I bought it at a Happy Sling Market, and it would. Uh, and it was like the only like, men on cart item I owned for like the longest time. But I, I, I didn't notice it had been stapled back together. But it was still cool to have like the cross-sell so, artwork on the back. Dumbass. All the weapons were And that's why I ended up just taking off. Like, wait a second. Yeah. I paid 15 bucks for this. And it was stapled back on. Those foreign <laughs> sons of bitches. You know. Oh, crazy.
1: But they're also <laughs> the
0: same guys that sold me my men on cart still stalkers, which were intact.
1: So. All right. Krimbot uh, says he has a question for me. I'm not going to go all into it, Grandpa, because I'll get upset. He said, yes, I have a question for Joe Amato. How was that Kevin Smith interview? There's an interview that's on YouTube that Kevin Smith did with two people. I don't know who they are. I'll be honest. And he was talking about the new cartoon, Master Mm -hmm. Universe cartoon, and I guess Clerks 3. And the first 27 minutes, he was kind of talking. But when he hit the 15-minute mark, I just stopped. It's not that... I just couldn't sit through it. I'm just saying, okay, maybe the cartoon would be good, but just some of the things he said just kind well, of... What did annoyed. he say? Because
2: I, I didn't check this out.
1: Well, okay, all right, yeah, now, I wasn't
2: aware like, of it either.
1: Here. Well, it was how he said this one line, and I'm thinking, okay, well, how... You guys are going to know more, because you know more. I always said, I know nothing about Kevin Smith. I never watched any of the Clerks or the silent bob and jay or whatever the hell they're <laughs> called I, I never watched any of them things i don't know i never watched them so beaver and butt he came face. to a part around the yeah i'm an idiot but anyways he came around the 15 minute mark and he said something about like you know he was looking at some of the episodes are working on and you know he's just getting up and he's waking and baking and i was like okay i already know what you mean you're gonna wake up you're gonna smoke weed you're gonna do whatever i know what that reference is supposed to mean so i'm like Yeah, you're the clear person that should be working on this. I don't know if you're writing and doing... I just get annoyed. Again, I have nothing against people that if you do whatever you want in your uh, life as an adult or anybody. But when I heard that, I was like... Oh, it just annoyed me. I was like, is he known for uh, doing drugs and yeah. stuff or something? Oh, God, odd. yeah. Er- like, everything
0: to him is about you know, smoking smoking weed. I mean, er- everything about him
1: the, is about that. Oh, it turned me the wrong way again. And I have nothing. If people are in, in the chat room and people are listening, if you smoke weed, that's fine. I don't care. I just so, don't do it. But it's how he said it, so it, it annoyed me. it was just me. that and know. you
2: shut it off? There wasn't any. He didn't.
1: I did. I heard I don't know. And then he was talking about the music of the new cartoon, how great it is. And I can't remember if he said it might even be better than the original or how it was phrased. Grimbot will have to say something. I don't know. I'm wanting the cartoon to be good, and I shouldn't be that nitpicky. Because, like I said, I don't want to come across the wrong way of people thinking that I'm judging. Isn't it, it hilarious
2: not, that, just that just Joe think. is just now, it's like, wait, he smokes
1: weed all the time? I don't know nothing about him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know Kevin Smith. I don't know his movies and and things. So he, know. Said, heard he said that I, just, uh, I know. yeah that
0: yeah, that that Silent J and, and Jim Bob, all they do is smoke pot. Like there's yeah. nothing but references. Yeah. Yeah. It's pot been all like the time, that from, yeah.
2: from the beginning. It's just hilarious. How yeah. many months has this been announced and Joe's like, "Wait. He wakes and bakes." Uh, I I turn the interview. I I don't know what down. that means. I'm down. I you know, I'm
0: like this Dawson's River Kids sleeping in each other's beds. Oh, hell yeah.
1: <laughs> so, you, anybody anyway, doesn't, that's fine. I don't, just I'm thinking about what is he going to be writing then, and, or what's he going to be coming up with if he's in this mode. I just keep thinking, is that why we might hear fucking meow in the new cartoon No, I, I think it's, it's cool. him trying
0: sound like he's cool because he smokes pot and shit. And you know, like,
1: this impressed me. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Well, he doesn't impress
0: dress. me either. It's, it's more about trying to make sure this guy does not come in which I still don't understand how he managed to get attached to this, something that he has mentioned in passing and has shown no interest in at all. You know, you just still can't help but wonder how this guy got attached to it and, and name only. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Um, any superhero, I don't question because he loves comic books. He loves Marvel and DC. Like I wouldn't question that at all, but, i i don't get it i have no idea i mean i i'm just uh, i I don't even know
1: i don't know if he's the like i said i'm not i don't think he's the main writer of this i know he's he's not
0: but just someone that works on something like this like even though michael bay didn't direct turtles his fingers were all over those films like and we know what he did to transformers and stuff like it's it's those kind of things that he may not be calling the shots but where is the influence it's like A shitty movie gets released from 20th Century Fox and the director takes the heat for it, even though it was, you know, the head of the studio and and pushed all these big changes and he doesn't get the blame for it. The director and the cast and crew get blamed for it. You know, it's kind of I'm one of those things these writers
1: life. are good because I know there's a lot of writers and I hope these writers do great you know I mean great episodes I'm hoping that they write something incredible it's just I think even one time when he said yeah there's times where you're sitting around and we're just shooting ideas like hey that's cool that's cool that's funny. that could work and I'm like I, I don't know it just it annoyed me but that that's uh, that's the end of that. But yeah, thanks for that Grimbot for well, getting I, work He's though,
0: lost a lot of credibility as being anything like legitimate in pop culture. Like, you know, we all know he's paid off to say, "Oh, this this Star Wars people was fucking awesome." Dude, like we get it. Like he's lost all credibility in that regard. Like I don't look to him as like this guy loves comic books and knows his shit. Like yeah, I'm I'm no I'm, I'm aware he does but in terms of like listening to him for his opinions on stuff no I don't I don't give two shits about what Kevin Smith thinks about this or that or that movie or that movie but I, no. again
1: I would like to say I, I am really hoping the cartoon would be good I hope whoever's writing because there's a lot of different writers for each episode I am hoping it's great we'll just have to wait and see but uh, here comes a question from Fedmon it said question what would your job what would your job in the Royal Palace of Eternals be my job fitness is- instructor I'd be I'd be the the food. I'd teacher. be running the I'd gym. Be, I'd be right next to Chef Allen. You got to put a little more in this. You got to have this. I'm the one that's always eating. the food. Yeah, I'd probably be there, or maybe I don't know. Yeah, I'm legit.
2: I have no idea point. Point. what I would be doing. <laughs> okay. man, Nathan would be the
0: advisor to King Rider, Man, that guy's a fucking idiot. You can listen to him. Yeah, I can see Nathan just offering his advice. Either that, everybody. or
2: I, I would probably be uh, maybe hanging out with Man at Arms, being like an apprentice or working with something or like hey uh, here's some computer stuff man let's 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 mess around with this i don't know i really don't know
1: well that's a different question It makes your head spin so here's another one what's gonna make your head spin curtis Ackerman said if you were to put together a masters of the universe version of a christmas carol who would play scrooge and who would be the three ghosts hmm would you make Manded Arms be screwed since he's always sometimes pissed off all the time? And I don't know who the three goes to be. I don't know. That is a weird ass question, Curtis. It's no, such-
0: I, I'd probably make it, make it. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I is this is strictly just trying to honor the question. Like, I, I it's hard to picture yeah, anybody going through this, but it, I think it had to be somebody outside the like one of the other heroic warriors. Maybe you know someone who's. Kind of not about
1: Tila. I was you to say Tila, as you said, she's always so. Oh, you know gorgeous.
0: what? Actually, that would be a good one because she is, you know, just the Ebon you know, Scrooge. I mean, she's just a constant bitch about everything. So, you know, uh, and and Adam has would have to be felt-
1: one of the ghosts because he's always getting shit on by Tila. So, Adam would have to be one of those ghosts to show her the error of her ways somewhere. Yeah, and way. he's constantly
0: like, cutting into her, you know, you know, Captain of PMS and shit like that, Sandy <laughs> Vagina, like just constantly egging her on, like. Hey, you remember you did the shit to me? Yeah, you cunt. <laughs> you know.
1: So maybe he but, would be for. Yeah, maybe. He I think
0: Scarecrow the- should be like the. Uh, the. Um, uh, uh, oh no, 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 no. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess he would I was, was going to say Jacob Marlin, but yeah, the Scarecrow should be the ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah. Uh, Adam's co- ghost of Christmas past so he so can remind Tila about what a bitch she was, and Ghost of Christmas Present should probably be. Hmm, lizard man. Just because I want to work with he's a scissor man in
1: there. Just add up a lizard Makes no I, sense, but I'm going to put it
0: in there anyway. I like that character. Oh, Dial-A-Mug. Dial-a-Mug could be a real prick. <laughs> if you watch like, the George C. Scott version of A Christmas Carol and the Ghost of Christmas Present, like he's a real asshole to Scrooge, and rightfully so. You can put dial mug in there. That'd be great. All right.
1: There you go. Um, Papa Huds has a question that I think Tyler... You collected them. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't even rent these. He said, "How many Filmation He-Man VHS volumes were there?" He said, "The orc said 22. He said, "But he feels like there were more." But I, I, I have no clue. Is it?
0: Uh, yeah, because I've I've gone to there just to look, and uh, every so often they will have updated it. There's uh, a couple of volumes that don't have numbers on them, like like volume nine or ten or eleven. Like the Sleepers Awaken doesn't have one. Uh, the Betrayal of Stratos and Other Adventures doesn't have one. That's like a five episode tape. Um, rarest gift of all. It's like a single episode. Um, I'd have to go back and look at it, but it's well over 20, 20 volumes. Yeah, there's there's the um, wow. there's another another VHS tape that's got like um the energy beast and five other epi- and six or four other episodes, like another five episode tape. So, what
1: were like isn't there magic time or magic window or different types? Mag- yeah, yeah, it
0: was uh the RCA uh original release and then they had their magic window brand and then it, the released all the previous VHS tapes and then a lot of the season two stuff was released under the magic window brand as well. So, I mean, I've got examples of that are right over here too. If you don't know what magic window is you can look it up on YouTube and you can see like the introduction for magic window VHS tapes. Um, yeah, so that, that was, that was another fun, uh, part of the experience of watching He-Man and She-Ra on VHS was the that magic would window. Have been opening.
1: Cool. Yeah. Like I said, I never had a desire since I always watched them on TV, but like I said, you and I had two different experiences. Me was watching them live. You got to rent them, and I sometimes wish I could have seen the stuff to rent because it sounded like it would have been a fun experience, especially to well, see, see I stuff was wanting to
0: see it on TV, and I, I got very little opportunities to see it on TV. So,
1: Yeah. Well, two different ways. Um, And yeah. Adam wants to see your shirt, Nathan. What you, what you it's, got? What kind of shirt you Token got? And Razor. Bam. Yeah. they Where'd you get that? Was it a T-Public? Huh?
2: No. Was uh, that t- was that a team? Oh shit. Where did I get this shirt from? The dumpster. I don't uh I honestly don't remember where I got this shirt from. I want to say, man, maybe okay. it was Electric Zombie who had had a website. He right. had a website uh just strictly dedicated to it, but then he teamed up with a website called Below the Collar, which I think is uh an offshoot of 1 Hour Tees and Pro Wrestling Tees. Because the website looks very similar, but I—if I'm not mistaken—this design might be on there. So just look up below the collar. Google that and
1: it's a cool. Check shirt. Out,
2: it does. Check work. out all his stuff. And Neca started shipping out the token Razor. Tyler, you went and got yours today, right? I'm yeah. still waiting on yep, mine. right in the- And I think I ordered mine before you, so that doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh- I don't get to beat Nathan at much when it comes to toys, so
1: <laughs> there you. Yeah, you're always saying that he's finding them or you can't find. Oh, he he
0: finds them out in the wild and he like orders like a whole pallet of it. (laughs) That's probably why I can't get him because he's part of the bot problem and shit Couldn't
1: that be something? He's secretly the scalper that he hates or talks about. Yeah, he's like like laughing at Chris
0: Farley eating other people's lunches. You know, laughing.
1: That's Joe.
2: That's Joe. Yeah, Yeah, Joe does that too.
1: Exactly. Jason Havlik said, should Jitsu have his own faction of evil warriors? Why or why not? I like Jitsu being by himself. I mean, you know, as his own yeah. warrior. I don't want him... yeah.
0: I think if they I-, I like him loyal to Skeletor. You know, one of those ambitious guys that was like, you know, I, I can take over Snake Mountain, but ultimately, like, succumbs to, like, you know, you know, never really actually overthrowing Skeletor, but someone that thinks about plotting against him at times, but respects him in the long run. Like, yeah, it's... I can't really picture any any of the evil warriors like is, is intelligent as some of them are than others. Like I, I kind of like them all working with Skeletor. Like the image of Skeletor and Jitsu on a mission together. Like that's a badass image. And Jitsu off on his own as well. But he's got to be part of the evil warrior allegiance. Man, got to. All
1: right. Um, Good question. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, Daniel and just had to mention, he said, yeah, Joe would be the food tester to avoid the royal family from getting poisoned. Well, thanks a lot. But yeah, it, But I'm it wouldn't work. Stuff, because... well, I'm sure
0: everyone around the world is like, hey, I wonder if Joe would eat this for a quarter.
1: Because I ate garbage. Yeah. I couldn't get poisoned. That's the thing. Like, test it to see. It's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect yeah. him. That's why they should no call man. Joe Goatman, because he eats everything a goat would. <laughs> Because uh, Nathan, I think you were probably going to say that like um, it wouldn't matter because Joe's yeah. like immune to that shit. Yeah, probably kill
2: his stomach to... is made of steel, so uh, yeah, he would eat it and be like, oh, it's fine. And then they would all eat it and be poisoned immediately.
0: Yeah, he crashed <laughs> under literally just because of all the shit he's put in his stomach.
1: Look at that! That would be a unique character. Um, we're doing a lot of Rocky is... references on this episode tonight. Yes, it's Fordham. wanted one to make a reference back to one of the questions that we had about the Christmas thing. Said, uh, he thinks Skeletor would make a great host of uh, Christmas Future. Uh, let me see what else did I get? Uh, The question, um, Gavin the Nerd, question, another round of which artists would be great at the world of He Man? Jack Kirby, Norm Brave Fogel, Adam Kubert. I don't even know these fuckers, I'll be honest. Don't know, I, yeah. I, I didn't mean like, uh, uh, yeah, I Yeah, like, I like Adam Kubert. I, I, I know Jack Adam's Kirby, very, but very the good. other two. Uh, yeah, I know Jack Kirby but the other two I was like, I, I probably didn't even pronounce their names right. Cubert yeah. right. Cubert followed up Jim Lee on, on X
0: Men. Like that's that's the one thing that always comes to mind when I think of Andy Kubert. Um I like his work a lot. And I think he did some uh like some of the X Men trading cards from nineteen ninety two, I think, like the second or third series of X Men trading cards or some of it, I think, with a few other artists. I, I like his work a lot. So oh god, yeah, he'd kick ass. He would. That's Jack it. Kirby, er- was probably
1: I mean there's a, probably a lot of them I see art but I probably just didn't know who the hell drew well some to some guys it.
0: know how to draw like menacing villains and heroic uh you know heroes and beautiful women and Andy Andy did a, a wonderful job at that some guys just phoning in with their cheap sloppy looking like this looks like someone's layout and you guys print this as the final look like this looks like dog shit <laughs> you know it does it's just god man I
1: well, Sportibus is pretty adamant about a collection video from us coming times, uh, or coming sometime soon. Jesus Christ, I can't even fucking talk. But uh, I don't know. We'll do that in an upcoming episode where we can just take the, our tablets and view around right. to show I our mean, collection. Yeah. Oh, we've
0: done that before, though. Like we, Nathan has done it, but me and Joe have done, or at least I've done it for a long time. Ago. Yeah, I know, only just—I just still, use I, use still, use I just get use too, use too use eager about doing it, though. I, I guess I just—that's kind of yeah, why it, I to let like, you change just it up.
1: Assume? Turn. That's all I'll probably do. But I gotta still fix what's on that side that I never show anybody. I gotta. Well, Joe's
0: gotta move the bodies out of the <laughs> room
1: too. <so. laughs> That's what you guys say every time, Did you imagine if there's really some bodies there or just tied up? And you thought it was a. Imagine Joe's like Patrick Bateman an American
0: Psycho, like taking out bodies. You're like, where did you get that overnight bag, Joe? You know, Jean Paul Gautier, and it's just you know, a hand falls out of it. And
2: no, hey, ignores, no, ignores he, it, Dollar and... Tree, man. He wouldn't have got it from anywhere else. What are you talking about? Oh, you know yeah,
0: yeah, I guess if Joe were to say Jean-Paul Gaultier, they were like, "Okay, Joe, you're lying to me about something." Joe would have to say Dollar Tree, Dollar General, or Dollar General Market.
1: You know what's funny? Some people have questioned, like, "Joe, do you really shop at yes. Dollar Tree this much, or is this some bullshit?" Yes. It's like, "Yes, I do." Because one person I shipped a package to, I bubble wrapped it all up, taped it down, had it secured, and then around the corners and top, I put like Dollar Tree bags just as, to, as for extra things on the side. When he opened it, he's like. God damn, Joe, you really do go to Dollar Tree. How many of these bags you count? He was just out back after bag. So, yes, I really Everything's do. Everything's a dollar. It. I mean, it's a great deal. The, the, you know what I found over there recently? I'm going to tell you one more thing. I didn't even know. Things for a you dollar. Part. Yeah, things for a dollar. There was this thing called pot sticker. I was like, what the hell is a pot oh sticker? God, and it's supposed Maybe to be Maybe something-
0: Smith knows what it is
1: yeah it's it's supposed to be some kind of like uh like a dumpling but it has chicken and vegetables and a chinese thing that you fry and (laughs) i seen it there and it was like six of them in a bag for a buck i was like i gotta just see what these are about so i bought a bag of those came home fried them up in some butter and stuff god damn they were good you got six of them for a dollar so i went back got five more bags and those last me out. those last them five (laughs) months (laughs) no they're good though so if you have a dollar tree around you get something like a
0: squirrel holding one little lump of food dude, like this
2: I I went away. No, I went to
1: uh, take
2: the, the trash down, and you gotta think I gotta walk a long ways with the trash cans just to get them to the end of the driveway and I'm hearing this noise and it's just an echo. I'm like, what the fuck is that? and it's just a squirrel sitting at the tree down there, like just just gnawing gnawing on a nut, and I'm like, okay it was a weird noise, I've never heard that before but it was just so loud.
1: I'm glad you went that direction, because for a second, it was like you were talking about me. And they're like, you know, I was by the garbage the other day. And I was like, what the hell is this? Sure, <laughs> and then, then I thought about Joe. And, and any
2: time I think about garbage, I just <laughs> uh, my mind automatically is like, yeah, Joe Amato.
1: Yeah, when you think of garbage, think of a team yeah, I wish Tom Fallon had thrown
2: Joe in with like
1: a rest
0: of the bombs and spawn an alley, like Joe spawns up there, and then like you see Joe right. just down there like, eating like is, out of a McDonald's Is there bag a or scene? Like
2: there, there's probably a scene in the animated series or the movie, right, where there's just a bunch of bombs in the alleyway. So, uh, Grim, oh Grimm, yeah, go ahead and photo photoshop joe into one of those and post it on the yeah
0: or into like any like you know some of the early uh issues of spawn like we got to get joe in spawn alley
1: (laughs) curtis Ackerman just said out of nowhere and i think you see it nathan he said he's laughing he's like my wife just said nathan looks like a white jesus he said i'm dying over here (laughs) i mean i I started you got the long hair
2: It's, it's getting pretty long. This is actually not the longest it's ever been, but it's it's definitely...
1: What about your beer?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Is that the yeah, longest? Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I've sucked at growing facial hair for so long, so I've just been letting this grow. You gonna let more of the sides come underneath your mustache to fill that in, dude, or what? It's, just, uh, it's just I'm 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 patches over here.
1: Like I, I what is that a Quaker or a Mormon? They call it those people that have that long beard, but nothing else on the I sides or something. Don't uh, they do some uh, weird kind of I beard mean, like I, that? I
2: think about uh, angry Amish roadkill from ECW. Huh? Uh, come Who? on, I knew Joe. that was coming. When he said you know Joe, you never watched any ECW at all.
1: Uh, well I watched you know what the thing is I remember seeing some of them when it was early on before, when it used to be real hardcore when it was like you know thou shalt not kill thou shalt not steal and thou shalt not fuck with the Dudleys and that was when they used to be hardcore saying it before when it came to WWF or E at the time and then you know they had it they couldn't say the F but I remembered that anytime they'd come to the ring and there'd be some crazy matches their theme music would like continue to play through and it was always weird for me because I was like this ain't like WWF or WCW where you know. They come to the ring, the theme music stops. This fucking thing just won't end. So I've I've seen a lot of it, but I just don't know all the characters. So to answer your question, no, I don't know the Amish. What'd you the call him? Angry them?
2: Amish Roadkill. He tag teamed with uh, Danny Doring. They won the tag. I think they were actually the last original ECW tag champs before the promotion went under. When Vince bought everything and ruined wrestling for the last twenty years.
1: But, yep. Yeah. Because that it got rid of competition, it got rid of creativity, and then you're just stuck with one thing, and it started getting so damn watered down. Oh, it's such a shame. Yeah. At least stuff like AEW is coming yep. around, and it's you know giving something refreshing. So yeah, I gotta Couldn't have
2: alternatives. About. But uh, uh, <laughs> thanks to Curtis Ackerman's wife, I don't know if I should take that as a compliment <laughs> or not, uh, but I'll take it.
1: You got to be wearing white next me, like some kind of white robe or something. To kind of well, Nathan has
0: been kinda like flip over stuff in public places, much like how Jesus did when he's pissed off at people for for uh, selling stuff on Sunday. So I can see Nathan <laughs> doing something like that, going going to work, just flip people's tables. Or what is this, oh, shit?
2: dude? At, at work, I, I'm I'm getting to a point where I'm really having to just like chill out for a second. Like I, I'm like, you need to think before you do anything. Don't do something stupid. Don't, don't get, be angry, but just keep it in. Just keep it in. I don't know how.
1: Well, final question coming to you, Nathan, because people really are asking, you could always do it here on Fans of Power. People would like to see it. They want to know if uh, they're going to see any of the Beyond Retro Arcade or Drunkade or whatever you want to call it. I
2: think if I'm going to do it, I'm probably going to go to Twitch and stream because that's sort of the place to stream video games. So I'll probably do that there. I just checked the Beyond Retro channel has 200 subscribers. I'm like, when did that happen? <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I haven't wow. looked at that in so long. And I looked at, it, I'm like, wow, 200. Okay. It's not... I thought we had well, it, but hey, just no one ever watched. I, I don't. Anything. I don't know. I, I I don't.
1: Well, two last. I was gonna say two last things. One's a, a comment, and the other will be the final question. Curtis Aikman, first one to say yes. She said it was okay, a compliment well, thank to you. you. I but finally, it. Spor- yeah, Sportimus said, "What favorite DC or Marvel character would you like to see appear on Eternia as a crossover?" as an ally or foe or ally or foe. So he's not meaning like of course that horse shit that we've gotten in, in comics for him, but I don't know, is this something you ever thought about, Tyler, or is it something that didn't come into your head really?
0: Not really. I, I just I, I can't just push anybody from Marvel or, or D C in, into you know I just even when Superman crossed over Thundercast I'm like, why? It wasn't a good crossover, but I just thought the idea was like I don't I don't quite buy that. It just seems kinda of forced and like I don't know. It just seems so unnecessary. Even with He-Man crossing. For that one issue, that was okay that DC put out back in the 80s. But other than that, I mean, it had to be like Conan. And Conan's owned by Marvel now or something like that. If I really had to get, if you want something, I'd probably go with Conan. Maybe Thor. But that's probably about it. Like, I can't envision just throwing Spider-Man or Captain America or or Black Panther or any... any random, or Wolverine, like, I just, I just can't I, I, Well, do I was that. gonna
2: say, I, I think I could see Wolverine working a little bit better than most of the other main characters in Marvel, it, but it just sort of depends on, like, the, obviously you wouldn't have him in costume, it would, it would be... He would be just Logan. Yeah, he would just be you know? Logan, but... Which, there was, like, a, a, a what-if, like,
0: you know, wolverine and conan crossed over and like wolverine like is in conan's time he comes across red sony and thinks it's gene gray kind of thing um but it's, it's hard for me to just kind of pick because i just have a hard time envisioning marvel and dc crossing over with the attorney even though it's been done a few times shitty but um you know it, it would probably have to be thor or uh yeah prob- probably thor for the for the or conan conan first first and foremost you know because conan would be the 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 top choice um seeing he-man team up with conan because conan essentially inspired he-man so that 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 would that would be
1: my choice yeah me i have nothing (laughs) i'm sorry i just just don't i just i got nothing i got absolutely nothing who's jack kirby
2: who's who's amish roadkill who, who, so who's, who's kevin smith him. he does he does weed who's hungry
1: <laughs> i'm sorry just something I got he nothing. does the pot so, but thanks for <laughs> he does the marijuana <laughs> what, are they, yeah, what the is it yeah the
0: marijuana
1: marijuana that's <laughs> like goddamn, but a... all mm-hmm. right. I think that's it. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was fun having you here in the chat room. And for anybody that's new to this channel, make sure you like, subscribe, share, and ring that bell so you can always be notified when we go live. And until next time, have a powerful day. Dick. That's it. What, <laughs> what did he say, Dick? Yeah, that's my quote. Uh, uh, yeah. Dick Tracy. No. Could you say it <coughs> again? <laughs> God, I have no clue. Let's see if somebody gets in the chat room. JSP is good for usually getting that shit, so we'll wait twenty seconds because there's a delay. He's somebody that might get wait,
2: that. Can, I, I can have a we have a hint?
1: No. That'd ruin it. Let's uh, just wait. First let's we'll see if JSP gets it, and then we'll get the hint.
2: Alright.
1: Hmm. I'm not seeing so far I'm waiting. And it's we're almost down to our twenty-second delay. So, if JSP doesn't get it in five seconds, we'll get a hint. All right, five seconds is up. What's a hint?
0: Paul Verhoeven directed the
1: movie. Oh, was it a RoboCop movie? Now? Yeah,
2: RoboCop. Robocop. Huh. Okay. Showgirls.
1: <laughs> he said. <laughs> JSP yeah, actually it didn't Bartley get.
0: It. He's like it. that. <laughs> it's a
2: Dick! Or when what's-his-face shows his fucking bare ass.
0: Yeah, when Kyle McLaughlin shows his uh, ass. I'm it's...
2: like, hey, man, I'm trying to do things over here. <laughs> Get out of frame.
0: <laughs> this is okay. one of my favorite stories Nathan tells about how he was, like, streaming, like, showgirls on really letting on his computer, like, in high school. And he's like, oh, no, Kyle McLaughlin's ass. <laughs> ah,
1: ha. That's big,